Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to our slash entitled parents, where this crazy woman demands that her son's ex get back with him, marry him, have his child and become the submissive wife that he's always wanted. My best friend's ex-mother-in-law demands my friend become a submissive wife to her stalker son. This is an ongoing mess with my 29-year-old female, best friend's 30-year-old female, ex, 29-year-old male, and now her ex-mother-in-law. I have her permission to post this. Now, my bestie never married her ex, but for simplicity's sake, I'll refer to her ex's parents as ex-mother-in-law and ex-father-in-law. My bestie and I live together with my parents in a newly bought house. She is pretty much a daughter to my parents and we are platonic life partners by this point. Her ex ghosted her for three years and has been hounding her ever since he found out we bought a house trying to get her to take him back and live in our house. We've tried reaching out to the police, but since nothing serious has happened, we've reached a wall and we can only wait. Her ex-in-laws no longer live in the US, but they did come for Thanksgiving. Though my bestie is no longer dating their son, she offered to pick them up at the airport and take them to the hotel. The reason I was told was they would do that for her when she was in college. I didn't like it since her ex is a problem, but she wanted to use the chance to ask her ex's parents to intervene and maybe get him off her back. I still didn't like it, but I figured they probably were okay based on how she described them. And I was completely wrong. My bestie arrived in tears and with a scratched cheek. Immediately, I asked her what happened and now I'm seeing red. The next part comes from how my bestie described things to me. She told me picking them up went well and they talked about the old days. They asked my bestie if they could stop in a nearby restaurant they always liked and she, being her usual self, decided to treat them to lunch. All hell broke loose in the restaurant though. Apparently, her ex-mother-in-law demanded to know why she didn't take her abusive stalker ex back. According to her ex-mother-in-law, my bestie is responsible for her baby boy since she was his first girlfriend and they were married in the eyes of God. To start, they never legally married, and my bestie is an atheist, so yeah. She tried to defuse the situation, explaining that she's moved on with her life after three years of not knowing where he was. She did try to ask her ex-mother-in-law to convince her son to leave her alone, and that she just doesn't want him in her life anymore. Her ex-father-in-law seemed to agree with her and apologized for all the heartache and pain that she's gone through. Her ex-mother-in-law, however, took over the conversation and began screaming that thanks to my bestie, her son had no life. That apparently my bestie was responsible for her firstborn not having a wife or children. The least she could do is take responsibility and become the submissive wife he deserved. The ex-father-in-law tried to pull his wife away more than likely because they were causing a very public scene. My bestie simply said she would not ever consider marriage to her ex. She then said it might be best to take the food to go and for them to go to their hotel. 
she paid for all the food despite the ex-father-in-law offering to cover his and his wife's meal and still drove them to the hotel at the hotel is where things went from one to 100 the ex-mother-in-law had spent the whole drive escalating demands from taking him back to marrying him to have a child and give her son the house as the man in the relationship the ex-father-in-law apparently kept telling her to stop but there was no way she could be quiet finally my bestie had had enough she stopped the car and told her ex-mother-in-law she will never take a failure of a man like her baby boy as a husband let alone give birth to his spawn that she was glad that no other woman had stayed long term with him since he really won't be a good addition to the gene pool i gotta admit I'm proud of her for that last one. The ex-mother-in-law went crazy and jumped on my friend. Her husband luckily grabbed her, but she still managed to get my friend on the cheek. She began screaming that she was the reason her family had split, called her the W word, although it was actually a different word, and said she wished our house burnt with all of us inside. The ex-father-in-law just told my friend to drop their bags on the sidewalk and drive away while he held back his demon of a wife. And my bestie did exactly that. The next thing she did was drive back to us. She was not so much hurt by the insults or even the attack, but more the notion that a woman she once saw as a second mother would treat her like this. I told her to just relax a bit. So she's watching some movies with the dogs while I write this and do some work. Tomorrow, we're both calling out and just having a girl's day with my mum. I did get in touch with the ex's sister and let her know what happened. She already knew from her dad and asked me if my bestie was pressing charges. She should, but she's not. I tried to convince her, but it's a sore topic for her. So for her emotional well-being, I'm not going to push it. The sister said she appreciates that we're not pressing charges and that she will make sure her family doesn't bother us in any way. Apparently, she already had her brother moved outside the city. I'm not sure how or where, but I'm glad he's gone. So hopefully we're done. We're going to avoid going out too often until we know the ex-monster-in-law is gone from the city. It's not a small city by any means, but I wouldn't put it past these crazies to try and stalk my bestie. But that is not the end of the story, guys. Before we get into my thoughts, we actually have an update. After Thanksgiving dinner, my mum sat with my bestie to have a serious talk. She told her she didn't want to diagnose her, but she was showing clear signs that she needed help and therapy could be an option. They had a discussion about it and my friend agreed to seek professional help since she lives with my mum she's not an option but mum is going to help her find someone we just came from filing a police report my friend won't press charges but we made a paper trail to ensure that it's at least on the record she apologizes for not doing it immediately and for going to meet her ex-in-laws i told her i understand that she's going through a lot of things We'll see how things go, but she's like a sister to me and I refuse to let her go through it alone. As for people in the comments saying I have feelings for her, please stop, like seriously stop. She's my family and I don't see her in any romantic or sexual way. It's annoying that people assume that just because I'm bi and have a strong friendship means I have romantic feelings. And to the person who made a comment about her ex-in-laws being entitled or Muslim, that is inappropriate and extremely racist. Wow. It's the same mentality that my friends and I have to constantly deal with because we are Hispanics. I seriously dislike people like this. Uh, yeah, a bit of a strange last comment to end the update on. Uh, all I'll say to that is, OP, I'm sorry that you have to deal with stuff like that and people like that every day. That is very, very weird. Don't want to see that on Reddit. However, let's get into my thoughts on the entire story. The thing that actually just screams out to me 
is that despite all the obvious trauma and I don't know hardship that will come with filing a police report or pressing charges I do feel like that is the, the logical step right I feel like that has to happen Otherwise, you're not really preventing something like this from happening in the future. It's worth it, in my opinion, going through these steps now, even though I can tell that your bestie OP really doesn't want to, in order for this not to happen again. Because yes, it's tough to do it in the short term. You don't want to do it. But what's tougher? Pressing charges now or having to deal with this sort of thing happening once again in the future? I mean, who knows how many times? Take the L in the short term, get it done. I don't know exactly what would come of that, but surely you could be entitled to some form of restraining order or something i mean i don't know if you know about the law more than me guys comment down below let me know what you think could happen as a result of, of pressing charges but yeah off the bat you just got to do something or things will never change i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, now for our next entitled people story of this episode. A woman in a supermarket tried to eject me from and take my wheelchair. So there I, a 39-year-old non-binary, was in a rural shores. For those not in an area with a shores, it's a standard supermarket with a club that makes things cheaper, which is their way of hiding their markup. Stuff is just cheaper a few miles down the road. Unfortunately, there were a few things I could only get there, like my flavor of lifeblood, also known as caffeine, and food for the dogs. I was using my power chair, which back then I needed more often. It's an Eagle HD foldable deal, and it works great. I've been hit pretty hard by post-COVID and was very sedentary at that time in my life, along with a pre-existing joint problem. So I'm leaning forward to get a flat of Monster and stick it under my seat on the rack when a woman pushes on my back and says, I need that. You don't. You're younger. As I was belted in, nothing happened. It was only luck that I was belted in. Usually I would have undone it to pick up something heavy. I sat up and pushed her hands off of me, saying, what the frick? And she shakes the back of my chair like it's a dinner chair or something and goes, you can use the scooter. The chair is better and I'm old. She points at the trashy supermarket scooter that she's using. I stare at her in total shock for a moment and say, this is my wheelchair. Get away from me. You can't use personal stuff in supermarkets. Give me the chair. She started like shaking it with each statement. So at that point, I just hit the maximum speed on my power chair and took off, ripping it out of her hands. It was either let go or be dragged on her face because she clearly wasn't super steady and needed a scooter herself. And we're off on the dumbest chase in creation, mostly because supermarket scooters go slower than any other mobility device. I buzzed over to the service desk and cut the line and said, I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, but there's a woman following me trying to push me out of my chair and take it. And from behind me, they can hear, get back here. And the most wheezy buzz of the slow scooter. Oh guys, I'm just picturing this right now. In my head, 
and it's absolutely phenomenal. I feel like we need to make a cartoon animation out of this story. In the moment, it was really enraging that she was being so entitled and frustrating, and I just wanted to get my dog food and leave. But in memory, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, there you go. I can't imagine how it couldn't be funny. They let me into the little back office area, and they and the whole line of people waiting just sort of watched as she came over. And it took so long. The scooter was so slow and she's yelling about how I don't need the chair and how she should get it because she's older and more disabled. It takes like a full 20 seconds for her to get from one end of the store to the other. Everyone is just staring as she rides full of glory at 0.00001 mile per hour with her face red and her glasses hanging off one ear. So she finally gets to the desk and they calmly explain that the wheelchair isn't store property And if she tries to steal from another customer, they'll have to call the police She starts shouting at the employees that she knows full well You can't bring personal equipment into the supermarket So they're lying and the other woman behind the counter says with a bit more attitude Lady, why do you think we care if you bring a wheelchair into the supermarket at this point? I think like Something either clicked or she just realized that an entire line of people was staring at her and not kindly She suddenly asked where to find the artichokes. I almost coughed on my own spit The worker just stared back and pointed back where the woman had come and said Produce and the woman left I admit that for the rest of my visit I avoided any aisle she was in because I didn't want her close enough to grab me again Now that's fair enough Now I can laugh about it for the absurdest comedy moment it was. In retrospect, I feel there's a reason here. Like her husband told her they shouldn't buy a thing like I had because they're not allowed to be in the supermarket. That's the best answer I can possibly come up with for that wild nonsense. Wherever you are, crazy lady, I hope you bought your own Eagle HD. All right, now before we end this one, first of all, just got a couple of commonly asked questions in the comments that OP has responded to. First of all, how could you fit a flat of monster energy drink on your wheelchair? Yeah, fair question. Well, OP says, check out the Eagle HD on Discover My Mobility. And um, she's actually linked the website. And I've got to say, it is probably the worst website I've ever been on in my life. Uh, If you do want to go and check it out, don't. It feels like I've just been transported back into the 1640s. But nonetheless, here is a picture on screen of the Eagle HD in all its glory. Uh, I mean, honestly, this website is so trash. I cannot possibly believe how bad this website is. Wow. I mean, this is an absolute disgrace to websites everywhere. This might be the worst website I've ever seen in the history of websites. Nonetheless, that's not important. The Eagle HD is important. And as you can see, there's a rack underneath the seat. While the flat doesn't fit in the basket, it sits on top of the arms of the basket evenly. Um, You know, it's a good answer, OP. I'm sorry, I just cannot get over how bad this website is. Nonetheless, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it's a wheelchair. If you're not, it's a wheelchair. Let's move on to the next commonly asked question. Someone else said, you should call to get the video. Wow, I concur. Interestingly, OP says, someone on the post is connecting me with a regional person who might have any ability to get it. We'll see. It's very likely been recorded over since it was three years ago. I didn't know it was three years ago. I was hoping that we might get some juicy video content. Someone else says, why didn't you immediately call the cops and have her arrested? 
Well, OP says, have you ever lived in a rural town? It's actually really hard to get the cops to do anything about anything in a rural town for a variety of reasons. Getting cops to arrest an old lady in a small town would be nigh impossible and stupid. They'd be crucified by the public, no matter what she was doing. I mean, really? Is that necessarily true? What if she was committing a heinous crime? For example, murdering an entire family. I feel like people wouldn't really be like, oh, well, you can't arrest her. She's one of the guys, you know, she's a neighbor of mine. No, she's committing an atrocity. She must be put away. And then finally, someone has said, you should stand up for yourself. <laughs> um, now, I hope this is not ironic. Well, I mean, it is ironic. Uh, I don't know. Can't help but find that kind of funny. <laughs> well, anyway, Opie has said thank you to this um, and then said I did by going and taking the best legal and socially acceptable way out. Uh, sorry, if anyone out there listening um, has issues walking and is in a wheelchair, I'm sorry. That is funny, objectively. Anyway, it's very easy to armchair quarterback someone else's life from the sidelines, but you know, most situations don't end with a verbal or physical confrontation that has swelling orchestral moments and a drop beat on the big punch. That's a shame. I kind of wish they did. Most of them end with annoyance in a sense that my day was disrupted with no resolution. It would be great to give you that resolution with a backstory of me standing up to a bully, but that's not what actually happened. Instead, it was a really unthinking old lady who just needed to be kept at a distance until she could understand reality. And finally, a giant thank you to everyone who gave compliments to the story and narrative. Yeah, I agree with that. It was very good. In case I miss replying to any individual comments, I appreciate them all. Next time, I'll share the story of why I ended up hiding from eight toddlers under a table. Oh my goodness me. What is it with OP? Just painting a wonderful picture in my mind. Instantly, I've got a phenomenal canvas in my head of, of you just hiding under a table and eight toddlers searching or just standing on top of it. Just absolutely dominating the room. I've got to hear that story. And if you guys want to hear that story very soon on my channel, then make sure you are subscribed. That is the only way you'll know when I post that episode. If you really want to know, turn the notifications on as well so you're notified when I upload each and every episode. But for now, drop a like on this one if you enjoyed and hit the subscribe or follow button so you see that story when it goes live. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.